Hi, everyone. Welcome to this new podcast episode. I'm going to talk about something that could make some of you maybe a little squirmy, maybe a little doubtful, and talk about love. (laughs) In my book, Super Crucial Human, I talk about love quotient. I'm going to share a couple quotes from my book for you just to set it up, and then we'll go into what does that mean from a workplace standpoint? I mean, even mentioning the word love can, you know, raise alarm bells, right? HR help, you know, what, you know, all sorts of concerns, but that's not where we're going. Hang in there because this is an enticing podcast episode. So in my book, I talk about love in the first chapter. It's a very human future. And I have this quote by Walt, pardon me, Wald Wasserman, the future of humanity is it will come together in love. This isn't just the most likely outcome. It is inevitable. For humanity is love personified. The will of love, then, will naturally define our collective destiny as it was always meant to be. Now, we could listen to that and say, you know, kumbaya, aspirational, you know, okay, Cheryl, in a perfect world, right? But we're going through war and we're going through technology innovation and we're dealing with conflict and hybrid. And yes, all of that is true. And still, stay with me. Another quote, John Lennon. There are two motivating forces, fear and love. When we're afraid, we pull back from life. When we're in love, we open to all life has to offer with passion, excitement, and acceptance. We need to learn to love ourselves first in all our glory and our imperfections. If we cannot love ourselves, we cannot fully open to our ability to love others or to our potential to create. Evolution and all hopes for a better world rest in the fearless and open-hearted vision of people who embrace love. So I share that with you and I open my book with this because I believe we are at a crucial intersection of humanity's opportunity to evolve. And I say that from an aspirational standpoint. When I, I realized when I wrote this in the book, I was putting myself out there in a way that you know, a few people could raise their eyebrows and say, well, wait a second, Cheryl, we're talking about business and and where does love fit in with that? And just to, you know, because I am a research-based person, it was like, I want to, I want to research this to see if I'm off track with where I see the future going, with my vision of, of where I think this is going with this whole aspirational love value piece. And so there was a quote by Jack Ma, who is the founder of Alibaba, and he said, he actually coined the, the acronym LQ, Love Quotient, which he says is an elevated version of emotional intelligence, EQ. And when I looked at that, I went, oh, here's a, a gazillionaire businessman. And by the way, everybody's human. So we have to remind ourselves that even though we attribute these things to people, it doesn't mean they've got it all figured out or that they're behaving as the best human all the time. I just want to add that caveat. But what he said was love is where we're going. Machines cannot emote. The one thing machines cannot do is love like humans can, which means our biggest opportunity in creating our future is to be better human beings. Uh, Another quote that I really follow all my work by is Maya Angelou, when you know better, you do better. And so for me, all my work is around helping people know better, be better, do better, because when we know better and be better, we evolve as humans and everything is impacted by that. So knowing better from a love perspective means that we are holding ourselves to the highest standard possible of how we want to behave 
and how we would like to be as human beings. Doesn't mean we've perfected, doesn't mean we're always going to show up at our best. And it does mean that we could open ourselves to people calling us out on it. You know, the way you just spoke to me wasn't very loving the way you just, so, so yes. And we are ready for this. We are evolutionary ready for this message at this time. So in the book, I went even further and I researched and went, okay, are there any organizations out there who got this, who are, who are sort of heading in that direction? And I Googled love quotient in organizations and a number of organizations came up because they're talking about it. But one particular organization where I interviewed the CEO and the CHRO was AI, Integrate AI out of Toronto, Canada. And when I interviewed them, and I talk more about this in the book, uh, and just a, a, a sort of a selfless uh, promotion here for the book, get it on Amazon, get it anywhere books are sold, super crucial human. There's more in there than what I'm sharing on the podcast. And I interviewed them and said, hey, I noticed on your values that you have love as one of your top work values. Tell me about that. And when they told me about it, they both said, yeah, we realize that in the world of technology, specifically AI, it's we're putting ourselves out there to talk about love as a value. But they went on further to say that what it's done for their organization is it's helped them identify the right fit when they hire. So if somebody doesn't get that we're here to elevate love through our work, through technology, then you're not a fit for our organization. Further to that, the CHRO said, yes, even though the value is love, and we're saying that we as an organization hold each other aspirationally to love, she says that doesn't mean people get a hall pass in their behavior. She says they have had people say, well, if you loved me, you wouldn't have disciplined me about this issue. And let's be clear that love includes tough love, the ability to give candid feedback, the ability to have difficult conversations with love as the uh, central foundation. It's interesting because for me, I've been a leader for 20 plus years. I got my first leadership role at the age of 23 when I was in banking. And I, I was really gifted with having phenomenal leaders who who were, I mean, I just look back and think how lucky I was because it's not true for everybody to have those leaders that mentor, guide, help you grow, want you to achieve, want you to excel. And even then I had a few leaders who they gave me some really tough feedback, feedback that caused me to have tears in my eyes, feedback that caused me to go into the bathroom and cry and then pull myself together and come back to work. And not because they delivered that feedback harshly, it was the opposite is because they did it with so much care and love in their heart. They, they basically were like, you know, Cheryl, I care about you and your future and your potential. And if you keep going this way, I fear that it will not serve you well. And so when we talk about love, it's important to recognize that it's an aspirational behavior. Personally, what it means is that for me, um, if I love what I'm doing, which I happen to do, if I love what I'm doing, then I'm going to hold myself to a really high standard. If I love what I'm doing, then integrity is going to be a big part of how I operate because love is integration, which is integrity. If I love what I do, my clients are going to feel that. They're going to respond to it. They're going to engage with it. If I love what I do, then my collaborators, my partners, my suppliers, we're going to collaborate in a way that is committed to the best for the client and for what we're doing. We will believe that what we're doing is integral to the future of humanity. I know, I know some of you listening are going, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I can't, can't wrap my head around that. I get that. You see, love 
isn't just a layer of, of or a level that that is existing beyond us. It's at every level of where we exist. So even right now, if you're listening and you're struggling with stress or with hybrid or with dealing with a difficult team member, or you're a leader who has to have a difficult conversation with someone on your team, just understanding that love is where we're our intention and we use love to know better is is going to automatically shift how we communicate. It's going to shift how we're received. And so what I really want to get across here is it's the intention of love that I am wanting people to really start to elevate to beyond where they are now. And think about this. You already have love. You have love in your heart for your relationships, your partners, your children. Your And I'm asking you to elevate your love to be more inclusive than the romantic notions of how we've usually ascribed love. This is, this is bigger love. This is universal love. If any of you are somewhat spiritual, it's love that encompasses all of humanity. So I know this podcast is a little bit out there compared to the others that I've done, but I really felt, you know, I wrote about it in the book and I felt it was time to talk about it because it is inspiring. And we know that we're at a point, you know, that where you are in your life right now is a juncture point or you can choose fear. You can choose love. You choose fear. You're going down the rabbit hole. You're spiraling. And we all know that when we choose fear, that's where depression lives that's where repression lives. That's where lack of communication lives. When we choose fear, we are, we are choosing to be in a place of doubt, insecurity, and, and um, reaction. Love as an energy is about options and solutions and simplifying the solutions and finding what's in common with each other. And elevating our communication so that we're talking not at someone or down to someone, that we're talking with them, listening to their personality style, to what they're really saying, understanding what else they've got going on in their lives, greater patience, greater understanding, greater presence. I hope this podcast has stirred you on some level to seek love as an aspirational goal in whatever you're doing in your days. And if you're curious about finding out more about my position on this, please do go pick up the book, Super Crucial Human. Hope you enjoyed this session. Take care.